The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Over the past few weeks, you've heard ads on 630 Chad and you've seen them on global television with the statistic that every nine seconds a woman in Canada is abused. For most of us, we can hear it and you move on. It goes in one ear and goes out the other. Uh, But for the women and children who seek refuge at Edmonton's Lorena Shelter and the people who work there, it is a terrifying reality. Sister Lucinda Mae Patterson joins us now. Sister, nice to see you again. Hi, Jalen. It's nice to be here. Sister, how long have you been a part of the Lorena Shelter now? 23 years. 23 years. Um, Lorena Shelter has been offering service in Edmonton since November of 1993. The history of the shelter and uh, the Franciscan Sisters of Atonement in Edmonton goes back even farther. What's the, what's the history there? Well, there was such a need for a shelter that the sisters were actually invited to consider. And for some reason... <laughs> Uh, it happened, and we took a great risk, and the shelter was built. Um, when you talk about, you know, were asked, and you, and you took a great risk, you, what was that great risk? I think the great risk is when you're trying to help women and children be safe, how do you do that? How can you possibly do that? Mm-hmm. And with lots of different individuals supporting for 25 years, Lorena Shelter has been providing safe refuge. And I guess what's so important with us is we hope every woman and child can leave the shelter, maybe not less afraid, but knowing they're valuable and that they're loved. For those who don't know um, about Lorena Shelter and, and what it is and what it does, um, the shelter is a, is a first stage Correct. shelter. Correct, yes. Uh, And what does that mean? It means the family is coming to us right after the incident has happened. So uh, whether she's been taken to the hospital or a friend has mentioned, provided a number, police carry our number. So it just means it's right away normally. Or it's a person who's tried to get away and she keeps getting stalked. And so it's just not safe for her to, for a while, to be out there. So, Sister Lucinda, when a when a when a woman a woman and her her children come to the shelter in that moment, and as we know, oftentimes it can take multiple tries. Correct. Oftentimes, or the the statistics show that leaving is actually the most dangerous. dangerous. Yes. Um, so, when they get to the shelter. <laughs> What's my question? My, my my question is the needs that are addressed at that moment, because that has to be an incredibly terrifying moment, um, an unsure moment, or, you know, maybe a, oh my gosh, I finally did it moment, depending on where the woman is in this. So how do you deal with those issues that the woman is facing, but also the children Well, we have uh, staff who handle the different traumatized areas for both the adults and for the children. So we have a great deal of staffing that goes on 24-7, along with partnerships with a nurse, psychologist, 
I think what really happens at the beginning is as soon as they feel safe and know that they can share without being uh, judged and that they're believed, huge. So it just makes such a difference. So one of the greatest gifts over the years for me is hearing the laughter of women and children because they're feeling that safe. Because it does happen. Because it does happen. Sister Lucinda, if I remember correctly, um, I think you originally wanted to be a teacher. Yeah, I was a teacher <laughs> before I entered and <laughs> became a sister. You were a teacher. For how many years were you a teacher? Ten years. For, for ten years. And then, and then you became a, a sister. Did you ever believe that, that your gifts would take you to dealing with women and children in in their most um, needed moments? Not at all. I, when I first came to Edmonton, I actually told our uh, superior that I would never do anything at Lorena Shelter, <laughs> which she straightened me out quite readily. And why didn't you want to originally? I think I was afraid. Mm-hmm. I was afraid of, of what I would see. And unfortunately, you have seen. You, I, yeah. Yes. Yeah. My very, very first incident was having a nine-year-old child who had a broken eardrum because she tried to stop her father from harming her mother any further. And the mother was quite physically battered, too. But I don't think I'll ever forget the first encounter. Sister Lucinda, we know that um, even though uh, women and children make it to Lorena Shelter and they, they get out at that moment, they do get out. Uh, sometimes they go back. Sometimes um, some really horrific things can still happen. And that is a reality yes. um, with, some of, with some of the people who have stayed at the shelter, isn't it? Yes, it is. We've lost people who have. Yes, unfortunately. It's a... Uh well, I don't want to start crying, uh, but yes, over the years that I've been involved, six individuals have died due to domestic violence. So six people who have come through the shelter, shelter. who have yes. who have fled, who have been safe for a few weeks. That's right. And then have died. That's correct. At the hands of the people They're, they were fleeing. That's right. Adults and children. Adults and children. Sister, listen, I can remember being with you and I tell this story. And now I'm going to cry too because I, I tell the story about my first tour at the shelter. And uh, you had told me about there was a little, little dyke in there. And I can't remember if it was a little boy or a little girl at the time, but they were running around and they were playing and wanted to share a cupcake with me. And you had told me that when that child arrived at the shelter just a couple of weeks earlier, that they weren't even talking. talking. That's right. He was nonverbal. And his time in the shelter. That's right. He started talking, and one of the greatest moments for his mother was when he said, Mommy, and <laughs> she had never heard him say it. He so, was, and, and there be, he was safe? And he was safe. And that's why I say sometimes the... Just feeling safe for a while can help people find their voice again in ways they never had. And I guess if we could do anything from Lorena Shelter Society, you know the driving for me is mm -hmm. the being a voice for the voiceless. 
Sister Lucinda May Patterson joining me in studio this afternoon as we're talking about um, Lorena Shelter and an event that's coming up this weekend. It is the Light the Way Home Gala and it's celebrating, well, and it's, and it's strange. It's, you know, we say it's celebrating 25 years, but we also, I know that you would love to not have to have the celebration. That's right. But I guess what's important about this is over the 25 years, so many individuals have done things to help us be able to grow and provide better support. And I really hope that no one ever feels they did too little. And it's a celebration, I think, for me, of all the people, all the companies over the years that have done amazing things. And Jalen, even your support over the years, it's like... This is not an easy topic. No. it's It's been my honor, and my husband and I have been honored to be honorary co-chairs as well. And it was Linda Steele who passed me the torch when Linda moved to, to Vancouver because she used to emcee this event as well. You know, Sister Lucinda, when we talk, when we when we hear those ads and we talk about every nine seconds, the Every Nine Seconds campaign, and I think there's a lot of folks out there that would say, hooey. I don't believe you. I don't believe that it's every nine seconds. Um, and I know they're not living it. They're not working in, in the shelters. Um, Alberta, if I remember correctly right now, has a third highest, highest rate of yes. domestic violence. That's correct. And we see um, those numbers um, rise during tough times. Yes. Uh, there is a concern right now for all of the different things going on with the for families and that so this is an incredibly important time for us not to stop what we're doing and it's just i guess this messaging of you can reach out and get support and help you know sister lucinda but is there enough room or is there are, are there rooms in in the shelters in edmonton well that's a bit of a problem because there's not <laughs> enough beds but one of the things we've been trying to work toward is is it possible to help a family be able to stay where they need to be and have the perpetrator removed because that's i would be ideal how would that how would that happen you know and that sounds dangerous it can be but there are some perpetrators really want help okay you know so depending on who they get support from we really can't do that part Mm -hmm. of it because we specialize with the victims but finding and getting proper support could be a huge difference and we work with police rcmp other agencies too it's like what can we do so you're right it could still be very dangerous but i've over the years i wish the families did not have to leave their home yeah Sister Lucinda, I know there was just a report that came out last week. It was through the Alberta Council of of Women's Shelters, and it was talking about, um, you know, recognizing signs and, and, and having the nerve to pick up and maybe make a phone call or ask someone, you know, that yeah. tough question. Um, we know that the, the shelter does have a, a helpline. 
What happens when somebody, maybe it's someone who's working with someone, calls a helpline? Or what happens when someone who needs help calls a helpline? Can you walk us through that in the way that you can? Yes. Well, a crisis intervention worker has been trained to ask specific questions to determine safety. If it's a person who's herself in trouble, the first thing is whether or not she needs police Mm -hmm. or can there be time to chat. If it's a friend looking for information for someone, they will be provided with steps on how they can support the friend that they believe is in trouble. If it's a parent or child, it's similar. Um, Sometimes over the years, we've even had perpetrators ask for help. And that's a good thing. Yeah. Because they're recognizing and they're wanting to stop. So, Sister Lucinda, what, what, um, what programs are in place to make sure that your staff is taken care of because that would be mentally challenging physically that 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 could be take a real toll on your employees as well it can we have uh the option for our staff to talk with psychologists through our benefit program um, and then the executive director does a lot of work to ensure that no one is being vicariously traumatized. Mm-hmm. And then I work with our director to make sure she's not being vicariously traumatized. So we work hard. There's a lot of levels yes, there. Yes, a lot yeah. of levels. Sister Lucinda May Patterson from the Lorena Shelter joining me this afternoon. We'll take a break here. Uh, it's the Lorena Shelter is not just the first stage, a uh, first stage facility. It also offers some really unique programming that is specific to the shelter. I want to talk about that. Plus, we'll touch on the gala coming up uh, this weekend right after this. Sister Lucinda May Patterson, the chair of the board of directors at Lorena Shelter, joining me in studio this afternoon as we talking about a, uh, a topic that is uh, difficult uh, to talk about. And always, I always get a question about, you know, what about men who are uh, abused? And, and, and we know that there are men who, um, who are abused uh, physically, mentally, emotionally. And, um, and we were just talking about it off air. And if someone were to call, if a man was to call your helpline, they would. Yes, they definitely will receive support. Safety planning is done. And I'm pleased to be able to say with our community outreach worker, that worker will actually be able to assist him in even more um, different types of opportunities to stay safe since we've had our community outreach worker where she's actually worked with six men yeah. who are victims. Hmm. Um, the There's four distinct programs at yes. the shelter. There's the first stage emergency shelter. There's some really child-specific yes. programming that you've worked really hard to develop yes. over the past number of years. Why is that so important? For the children to be able to learn how to live without violence, critical that way, and to help them not blame anyone, Mm -hmm. but to have a different type of understanding. But we really, children can be resilient, so it's critical for them to have uh, good modeling, mentoring, and... We, We talk about breaking the cycle. Is that a way to start to break that? I believe so. One of the things, Jaylen, sometimes it's they'll say the cyclical nature Mm. because the cycle might be too simple. Mm -hmm. It's one of the ways. Okay. 
that's one of the ways as well there's the the intensive case management uh, team which is a it's a, that's a that's a special project as well it is it's it's something that for the really difficult situations they are able to walk more closely with the individuals that it might be dealing with court, serious housing, like a large family, okay. uh, translation. Kinds of, so it just, it's a wonderful situation because now workers can actually uh, go and provide support at court and things like that, which we didn't have that opportunity before, intensive case management. The Light the Way Home Gala takes place this weekend, and it's going to be uh, an evening of... Um, being uplifted of of marking 25 years of the work done uh, in this community, it is um, it is a, a tough night at times, but it's a celebratory yes. night as well uh, as we as we welcome back people who have been through it. The, the honorary question, you name it, it is there. Where is it taking place? The details. Double Tree by Hilton near the Mayfield Dinner Theater, mm-hmm. and um, tickets are still available. So we'd love to have. Um, anyone who'd like to come and it really is about it's a let's celebrate together what all of you have done to make life better for the women and children through our doors more information at lorenashelter.com sister lucinda it's always great to see you and i'll see you on the weekend thank you